All right, hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, we are live right now. Going to do a quick refresh here. Do you guys see it live? Uh, I do not see it on YouTube. It won't be on YouTube, but I do see it on Facebook. So there we go. Hello, guys, and welcome. It is Behind the Bunker. It is Monday night, but here's the problem. We have a massive blizzard slash snowstorm slash ice storm slash overreaction right now and uh, going on in our area. So Matt was not able to travel in all the way from where he lives, nor is Gavin able to travel in. So right now, tonight, you have myself. You have Josh Zubizabrikas. Yes, sir. And we have uh, Joe Kimson from Flag Raiders Paintball. Hey, greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight to uh, Beautiful Behind the Bunker. We are live. We're here and uh, things are happening. Todd is one man showing tonight, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, we sure are. My gosh. Sorry for being late. We're not on YouTube, as you can clearly see, and uh, probably won't be tonight, unfortunately. Um, Yeah, so... We'll, we will do the best that we possibly can. Something else that's happening tomorrow is uh, Joe and I are packing our bags. We're leaving at four or something stupid in the morning to get to Paintball Extravaganza. Um, where is that happening, Joe, if someone wants it's, to go? Oh, if someone wants to go and if they're in the Orlando, Florida, United States area, it's going to be held at the Avante Palms. Gavin's going to say Avante Palms uh, Resort and Conference Center in Orlando, Florida. It starts tomorrow, February 28th and goes till March 2nd. Uh, 2023. I believe there are rooms available. Uh, good information to be had. Lots of vendors will be there. But I think, I think some of the highlights are the tidbits and information snippets and good ideas you get from just talking to people after the show hours in the bar or in the lobby or during the show. Um, I know there's a lot of keen interest in different POS systems uh, that fields are using for booking and scheduling and tickets and stuff. We are anxious to chat uh, with some of those people in case we get open uh, for paintball and airsoft and other activities this year. We're going to see what's available as far as uh, parts. And plus, you get an opportunity to visit some different um, landmarks in the Orlando area. If you don't want to go to Disney or if you don't want to go to... um, some of the other theme parks you can go to downtown disney it's free and you can wander around it's pretty good it's pretty cool and you can get the immersive experience lots of malls lots of restaurants so it's a it's a good it's a good opportunity to go but if you're around in orlando catch a flight drive down four or five hours drop in todd and i will be there for two days come say hi and that's all i got yeah yeah so yeah looking forward to paintball extravaganza not sure what we're going to see down there maybe we'll see the new electric gun by valken maybe we'll see the new can't be mentioned uh product from gi maybe uh who knows who knows who knows so we'll see but whatever we do see we'll take some videos and we'll show you guys next week and we'll also put on our social media are we gonna try to do maybe a wednesday night live thing from the lobby no No. i don't have proper connectivity nor will i be bringing gear down we're in the middle of a project right now so i have a lot of my stuff sort of scattered um but we'll do some we'll do some live maybe not necessarily live shows but we'll post some videos of some stuff uh during the course of being down there uh, follow our stories. Really, that would be a good place to, to get us on Instagram. And also, um, we will post some of the stuff uh, up and then show it to you guys next week as well, if, if need be. Uh, Wolf says, happy snow day. Yeah, tomorrow, I, I think I think the storm is pretty much over right now. We're just going to get freezing rain all night. Hopefully, they'll have it all cleared and sorted so everyone goes back to school tomorrow. If you guys are living somewhere that doesn't have snow, good for you. 
<laughs> this is a pretty big blizzard. It's it's pretty. It's all over the place. So. Something happened this week, and I want to tell you guys about it. I'm not sure if you saw it over, over social media or not. Um, many, many, many years ago, when we first started doing this, we started competing against a lot of other people that are doing live shows on a platform called Ustream. And back then, we had an opportunity to go head-to-head against Joe Rogan. We've told this story before. And uh, we surpassed Joe Rogan. And uh, he was kicked off the front page, and we were then, in turn, featured. And I bring that up because this week... Um, on Amazon Music, they decide to feature Behind the Bunker. Now, I know Joe Rogan's not on Amazon. He's on Spotify, but I think that's what they're doing. Amazon and Jeff Bezos is, is trying to position themselves so that they can, um, you know, take over Spotify or beat over Spotify. Yeah. And maybe they're putting Behind the Bunker in as... They heard uh, we knocked out Joe Rogan one night, so they're putting <laughs> well, us on top. You know what? If uh, Jeff Be- Bezos doesn't isn't successful buying an NFL team, then maybe he'll buy the Behind yeah. the Bunker franchise and we can be... Um, Delivered to your house every day, all day. They'll just take everything off the air, and it'll be like a twenty-four hour, seven day a week behind the bunker um, show. We can get it set up where if it tracks your phone and you've driven within five miles of a paintball field, the next morning your Amazon Echo just starts playing our show. <laughs> so there you can see on your screen for those that are watching at home, not listening, but uh, there's our the, the front page of Amazon Music, and it was rotating between us and three other podcasts uh, all week. So curious to see next week what sort of uh, maybe bump we get in the numbers. Yeah. So, yeah. So cool. good for us. Good for us. Uh, a couple other things I want to talk to you guys about uh, before we get into the show. Full the Gap's coming up November 3rd nice. to 5th. Uh, make sure you guys check that out. Um, Joe, you sent these in for George Hay. <laughs> That's right. They are, aren't they armored Crocs? I medieval Crocs. Medieval, medieval armored Crocs. I saw those. So that's pretty good. George can wear it with his chain mail. You know what the best part about that is? Some guy made those and is just walking around LARPing going, I am the most comfortable person here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Last week or the week before, Joe brought this uh, to everyone's attention. We've we've talked about this before, but they've updated. I think it's gone from a GoFundMe to a now a a product that you can buy. It's called the Milo. It's the walkie-talkie. And uh, I, you I, can see that the, it's they're they're hitting every every sport out there, from you know water sports to to land and air, but you can see that these are waterproof. <laughs> <laughs> when we talked about water sports, we thought we couldn't afford it because it was golden. But anyway. Mm. It's a different Google search. Uh, So they don't use cellular networks. They use a mesh network. So basically, you know, if there's there's three people in that image there, you know, uh, if the one person is too far away, but there's someone in between the far, the farthest people can still talk to each other because it goes through each other's communicator. So just a quick snap on but wouldn't that be great to just zip tie that to your go- the side of your goggle system and, and it's waterproof too so if it does get hit with the paint you know with paint and stuff it would it would be okay the only problem is that they are 249 and that is the u.s Ooh. dollar oh, dues. we should find out if they were and you get one for that price which is which is actually bad because if you compare it against a um a cena they're they're about the same price now the milo mesh mm-hmm. network says your your milos create a secure mesh network a radio network no wi-fi or phone signal needed the range between two grouped uh, milos in clear terrain is usually about a half a kilometer or a third of a mile uh, range is affected by many factors but essentially again as your group spreads out it's uh you, you kind of use each other as radio beacons and 
and whatnot. Well, so. I, I, I've been tuning into different um, on Instagram, different ski, different ski things, and looking at different uh, things like that. And then that's what the Milo popped up in my feed. And there's there, you know, people are wearing it skiing, and if it works in some of the terrain skiing, there's no reason why. Um, why it wouldn't work in paintball we just need really someone to to test it out but i think i think it's on on some uncharted territory it's pretty amazing yeah i i mean i think it's pretty cool josh would you could you use that in your coat your uh, refereeing with your hockey peeps um, you can talk it's all radio it's already saw vox uh, uh, as well right so oh, yeah that's possible yeah you know, um, the last thing I want to be is mic'd up, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you'd only be no. heard by. Okay, so I have um, I have something that you guys might be interested. In. It's kind of along this line, um, but all the rinks in Cambridge now have something called Live Barn, and what it is is it's four wide-angle cameras all put together in one unit, but it also has four parabolic mics on it. Yeah. So you sign on to this, um, it's like $20 a month and you can watch any game that takes place in the arena at any point in time. But if you as a team sign up for it and you pay for it, you can pay for services like tracking ice time and it's all done by computer. So if you're number 14 and you go track my ice time, it'll tell you how long you're on the ice, how long you touched the puck for, how long your break was in between. Like it tracks mm-hmm. all how that and just that? automatically that sends you. Yeah. Well, it's twenty dollars a month to subscribe just oh. to watch. I don't know how much it is to get all the player info and all that stuff, but but would that not be cool for paintball? It's yeah. pretty neat. I and it picks up everything yeah. you say, and I mean everything. Yeah. So there's another live camera uh, camera system that keeps getting sent to me. I'm not sure if they how they got my email, but essentially these things are. Um, uh, there's it's a multi-camera system and you just use your fingers on an iPad to zoom in and move out and to pan from different cameras but the microphones as well is if they're you know if the if the camera is moving its lens to capture you let's say it it uses that part of the array of the mic to pick you up yes. right so it blocks out all the other noise and it sounds great in in whatever but it's still very cheap and not very good but uh, oh, the live barn ones are great yeah, because we've had a couple of major penalties that were called, and actually, Hockey Canada logged onto their live barn account and actually watched mm. the incident live take place with full sound. Interesting. Yeah, we um, we when we broadcast for the Ontario Paintball League, much like Go Sports does for NXL. Oh, that was loud. That was super loud. What was Is it? it? It's okay. I'll turn it down. Oh, um, we didn't ask if it was okay or not. We wanted the, to know. Um, what it was. <laughs> oh, what was I trying to say? Ontario Go Paintball Sports. League. Yeah. So yeah. So essentially, if you are, um, if if something happens, the referees make the call, but we are not going to the footage to make the overall call because we can only see one part of the field, not the 10 individual players. It's not fair to call on certain angles and not others. So we basically said that the broadcast is non-existent. Yeah. So, yeah. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um... Let's move on. I got a couple more things to, to show off here in the news here. I don't know if you guys caught, but Nova Paintball released this on the 17th. Uh, they have the N8 Fury now available, which is basically a Nerf grenade launcher. So if you're into that sort of thing, check them out at Nova cool. Paintball. Obviously, Nova didn't watch our 
episode about naming paintball guns anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, okay, so like you have a thumper, right? Which is like the nickname for the grenade launchers. Why don't they call it the Thunder? But yeah. said it's Nate. Yeah. Nate Fury. Is that supposed to be Nick Fury, which is spelled <laughs> wrong? It's kind of neat. I'm glad at least, you know what? As much as we're making fun and not really um, making fun, but it, it's good that somebody's developing a new product, at least for the industry. Do you know what I that mean? That is at cool. Least, that I would like to ball up a t-shirt or roll up a t-shirt and see if it would go out of that. Why wouldn't it? Like, Red is that not cans. a t-shirt cannon, essentially? Is, oh, you know what it would be perfect for? Mm. Small jars of pickle juice. <laughs> That's true. You look malnourished. John, <laughs> John Jones, can you fire smokes out of it? I, I, smokes might be too heavy, but I use Like marbles? Marbles. You could <laughs> I was thinking marbles. Why would you fire marbles, cigarettes? Marbles, marble it's, it's, the only, it's the only approved chicken wing and drumstick shooter um, available in, from the Ditch Chicken Company in England. <laughs> um, I wonder if John Jones would have actually fell into the ditch with his chicken if he was wearing these. What are those? No. Oh, jungle, jungle tigers. tigers. Yeah. Shit. I was communicating with Altama, telling him that that's my next purchase and uh, getting upset with him for the amount of money we're spending. But I do I do actually like those. I'm going to need those for this summer. They're not that expensive. They're only like, if we can get them in Canada, I have a new price list. I'll yeah, that's you. a big if. Yeah, yeah. Because they'll be 50 bucks, but it'll be $300 to get them through customs. So tonight we are talking about uh, a bunch of things. We have a bunch of your mail time questions we're going to get to. Uh, Gavin's not here tonight, so we're going to railroad his segment for him. And, you told me um, earlier that's why we're doing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got lots. <laughs> I got two pages of questions Gavin's that I've not been here holding to out. Segment. <laughs> I've just been waiting for Gavin not to be here. Um, and then we have uh, the topic at hand, which is uh, do you play to win? Or do you play just to have fun? And we'll go through that quick. We have some prices right. We have the vault to get to. Uh, but before we do that, I want to see if I can play this. Um, I've taken the phone number down. I'll put it up briefly. We're not going to take any of your calls tonight just because I don't have Matt and Gavin here. So unfortunately, I'm the one doing all of the, 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 the technical stuff here. And I don't think I'd be able to do a good job if we had a phone call. Todd doesn't want to have to manually hang up on you himself. Yes, exactly. Matt's um, not here to do it for him. So what you can do with that phone number is you can call when we're not live and leave a voicemail and we're and we would probably play it on the air much like this one. Um, and before I play it, George Hay gets a comment of the night. Crouch, lo- crouch launcher. Yeah. Sauerkraut. Put, yeah, put the sauerkraut in there and there Just you go. about glass mason jars yeah. flying across the field. So I don't know how the audio is going to pick up on this, but I'm going to play this uh, this voicemail that was left. Hi, sir. Let's from Planet Eclipse in England. Just thought I would uh, quickly drop a message for Todd. Just been listening to uh, last week's podcast where you're butchering one of our uh, product names. So you called it the um, SG3. Um, it's actually called the S63. So I thought I'd call and let you know and tell you why. So it's the shaft, um, and it's the shaft six, which is so the sixth version we've ever made of it. Um, and the three um, denotes that it's got three pieces to it. So it's the, uh, the shaft six three. Um, so, so you'd like to know that. So um, keep doing a good job and um, looking forward to seeing who wins the EMF 100. And uh, not sure if I want it to be Gavin or not, because he called me the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> good job, guys. Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> 
There you go. Thank you, Leds, for the phone call. And uh, as I say, guys, the phone number there is... Uh, uh, if you guys are listening at home, I'll put it back up for a second here. I like how he calls it. specifically to tell you you screwed up and then tells <laughs> you you did a good job. <laughs> uh, 1-929-800-2075. So if you guys are interested in dropping us a voicemail message, by all means, do so. We're just not going to take any live phone calls tonight. Um, and that barrel system that Les is talking about, the shaft six uh, <laughs> 6-3 It's awesome, ladies and gentlemen We were looking at it the other day Did you see it while we were Yeah, you've, you were here in the studio We're going to try to get this out And uh, put some paint down range on it shortly As soon as the weather gets a little bit nicer So, Yeah, so, there'll be no point in doing it tonight Leds wants us to call it the Shaft G3 Is that right? The Shaft G3 version 3 I thought he said Shaft G63 <laughs> So there you go. There you go. The still, shaft six three barrel because he's French, right? No, and no, I just pissed him off. Yeah. Oops. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go to Joe's vault uh, from his vault segment, and then when we come back, we'll get right into maybe some of your mail time questions or the topic at hand. We are watching you guys in the live in the chat. Uh, please hit that like and share button. Despite the fact that this is a train wreck of a show tonight. Uh, yeah. All right. We'll see you back in just a moment. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault, where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball, show you something that's kind of cool, something that's kind of old, and something you may not have seen before. Today is no different. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about front end adapters long before Picatinny Rail, M Lock, Weaver Rails. We had these in the paintball industry. This was made by Tasso, and they created a barrel adapter that would slide over your one inch barrel of your. Um, Tipman 98 or your SMG or your VM 68. This would slide over the barrel. You could use a standard M16 front end grip, which is held on by the standard Allen key on the on the grip. Um, this is how we would make our front ends have a, a vertical foregrip. You know, now we have Picatinny rails, we have M-Lock, and we have a myriad of different grips that can go on the front end. But before that, before they were invented, before the Molly system, this is what we used. So this was kind of cool. This is probably circa 1988, 1990, that kind of era, maybe before that. But anyway, I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for watching The Vault, and we'll see you next time. Pew, pew. think so hi welcome back uh joe here it that's kind of if you think about the early er, early days of paintball when the vault kind of started and i had a full head of hair and stuff you know really the only gun that we had that was people thought about that had a foregrip from from the manufacturer was like the tommy gun that gangsters would use um we were using 68 we were using 68 specials and vm and vm 68s and the vm 68s if they had the front bottle you could kind of use that but it was kind of fat so we were using 68 specials we bought aftermarket barrels and they were all about the one inch diameter and we we had a couple guys that were machinists and they rigged rigged up this this mounting system for us but eventually um companies like task tasso came out with the grip because the only rails that markers had at the time were, was the dovetail your sight rails on yeah. top of a gun was a dovetail and that's what you had and all our little wee red dots that we had 
how to dovetail <laughs> mount. Then you know, then you know, you had advances in paintball and in sort of milsim like stuff. And then the Picatinny rail was was the big thing, and that's what you know the military adopted Picatinny. And then they've come out with the key mod and and different grips that are, are are super convertible and easy to do. But I just thought that was sort of a a neat accessory that you know. For those of you that haven't been in paintball, have been in paintball for you know 15 years or 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 less time, then you you've only really seen you know the Picatinny rail. Now you know if you go back, you know back you know further in time, we really didn't have anything other than dovetails. The first the first paintball guns that came out had iron sights. If you think of the Nell spot, and it was just really a bolt action pistol. The eight shot repeater from the adventure game was a pistol, so it didn't need the Mark One Uzi had fixed plastic sights. Um, but you know, there weren't really any rifles. The first real rifle that came out was of course the Brass Eagle rifle and you could put the Crossman stock on it. Then PMI had the, Be the Benjamin Sheridan rifle was a thing. Then you had wire stocks you could put on PMI ones. And then, you know, things perpetuated, then Budor invented the sniper, and soon we'll be having the sniper tactical 41, but who knows? Anyway, I'll, I'll turn this back over to that guy there, Todd. Well, you know, we don't have Gavin here tonight, but you know what? That just makes it better. So tonight, why don't we railroad his section and do All right, I'll reach over across the table into Gavin's sack, even though he's not here, and pull out all the questions. Uh, first question tonight comes from Steve Abar. He says, uh, is there, or asked, is there an age limit on paintball? That's been something we've been battling with a number of years ago, but I think we've all kind of, as an industry, kind of came together and, and have have, uh, have a bit of a consensus. Joe, what, what are your thoughts? Um, well we go back into the early days there was really nobody there wasn't any association so fields typically just said you're 18 or older then you know you'd have fathers coming they'd wanted to wanted to bring their younger sons and then you sort of allowed a 16 then it went down to 14 then you know 12 and then once we sort of hit the 10 year olds they wanted to have birthday parties but we you know you knew if there was a group of 12 10 you know 10 whoa oh, that's whoa. loud Ten, uh, there was a group of 10 year olds coming for a birthday party you know and, and they're using traditional 68 caliber paintball then there would be you know maybe some tears then low impact sort of became a, a, a standard a standard way to entertain people so then we, we had low impact and we were able to offer that to 10 year olds and i believe we went as low as eight years old for for low impact but then you know could you have a younger person well maybe if the mask fit or you know but you still to have a, a, a certain amount of discipline and you know sense sense of safety so we kind of limited our low impact to sort of the eight to ten year olds um but we did offer at, at when we had our indoor we did offer nerf birthday parties where the kids wore goggles and you could have you know little wee you know if a kid could walk you know they'd be able to play yeah. uh, have have a nerf battle and i know a lot of um fields have adopted jelly ball and that of course is 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 probably pretty user-friendly easy to do as long as i think as long as you know people are following you know the safety rules and not just randomly shooting everywhere they're 
up using some fire discipline and they're and you're able to put the safety equipment that's provided by the field on and wear it safely i think you're kind of you're kind of okay yeah. uh in the live chat frank connell has a good point he says if you can take the hit without crying you're old enough um and that I mean, if you're not going to put a number on it, I do, I do like that. It's kind of like how Gavin used to chronograph his marker. He'd say that, uh, you know, if if he can, if he doesn't knock off bark off a tree, then it's not hard. It's not hard enough. Uh, Devin Schwartz says age is ten and up. Uh, Keith Kissel says they're digging down now, uh, deep now. Three-year-olds. My kid played when he was five, all the way up to when he was nine. I think, I think it depends on the child. And if they're being supervised and with an adult, you could probably go fairly young. I don't know that I would put someone out there like as a as a field owner, I wouldn't put anyone under the age of 10. And I say that only just as a blanket statement to kind of because there are some kids that are even 10 years old that are still pretty uh, not hardy, let's just say. Um, (laughs) Well, what's the nice way of saying it? Haven't had beef since they were born. Yeah. So. Um, as a ref says, uh, oh, where is it here? As a ref, if the mask, Mikey, Ever- as as a ref, fit will be able to keep the masks on uh, and follow the instructions. Then go play, kid. I, I, and again, absolutely. But unfortunately, if you had to come up with a number, I still think ten's a great number, or even eight if it's like nerf or super low impact, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Did they say age limit? Like as in old? Um, I think he meant like what's the youngest the age? Youngest, oh. The youngest age that someone can safe. I get. Would you say safely participate? I would. I think that's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, another question, and this comes from Philip Thomas. John Marshall says, "What is the best uh, paintball marker for a beginner player at like a field rental?" Oh, I think. You know, years years ago, I would have said the Mark One Uzi. Then we went to PMIs. Then, of course, you know, everybody knows I like the Stingray. Um, but then, what was our next evolution? I guess we had the Tracer Pump Spider. We had some spiders. Then we went to the '98, then the FT12, and then sort of as we started to close down, we were um, beefing up our fleet with um, Emacs. And I think right now that that's the you know that's the new industry standard is the planet eclipse emac it's mechanical and it works in all weather it's easy to clean it has a a reasonably fast um uh, trigger pull oh i wanted to ask this is for leds and i know he's he, i know he's listening but finish are we finished with that question well i was just gonna say john jones and jeff thompson are getting into it uh in the live chat jeff thompson says emac no question and john jones says the ether too so we'll we'll let those two we'll let those two fight it out um and sebastian monier with very squeaky cheese in his mouth says uh, agreed this this is a question for our planet eclipse people um I was talking to Gavin's lady friend, Karen, and she said she really, she, she likes the EMG 100, but she likes the trigger pull of the 98 because it's, it's a more, what is it? Trigger pull pounds. It's harder. It's a, it's a harder to, harder to pull the trigger. Is it possible to make the trigger pull on an EMG 100 more realistic? 
to increase the tension so it's not as easy to shoot quickly. Is that possible? Could I'm sure I've never had one some, apart, so I don't really know. Yeah. I'm sure they could do something. I, I as a field owner, you kind of like the fact that they shoot quickly. But I but I enjoy the realism of the of the, the TMC because it's you know it's a little. You have to really give it a pull, but could, it's got a long pull on it's it. It's got yeah. a long pull. Could you could you make the the EMG 100 so the trigger pull? That'd be a fantastic upgrade. Is to have a, yeah. uh, you know, you call it a, a, a scenario spring or something. I don't know. Yeah, Bobby Doust says yes, harder spring. Uh, the other thing you could do is put an elastic going from the front of the trigger guard to the trigger itself, and then you're having to pull against that elastic. That That's be- a little bit of a hobo style, but. Gavin would be up for that. Yeah. With his bindle. Yeah. Um, while we have um, while we have John Jones in the live chat, Jason Downs in the asked sent in a question. He says, Any good ditchin nugget recipes uh, you would like to share? <laughs> Any ditch chicken nugget uh, recipes out there, John? Or do you just uh, just take it as it comes? Um Giovanni says egg or nag. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. And James Williams says, what's the whole thing about spiral barrels? In rifling? It, would be it, rifling. Is, it is rifling. Mm-hmm. Remember, yeah. you know what? James James got into paintball when we had our storing King Street. But the first rifled barrel I had was the Armson barrel, and I had that on my mini mag. Armson was kind of renowned for having rifled barrels and they kind of got out of it and then you know maybe what five or six years ago rifling came back into barrels again like before it was just a smooth bore on the inside we sort of we went probably probably almost two generations of players ago um, now rifling is back wow. something to think about uh, it came back as a first strikes though right was with the first strike that kind of makes sense yeah Happy Holtz and Joe's bitching about his freak. And I'm not complaining about anything. <laughs> I just thought it would be interesting. And I haven't won it yet, but I will. Keith Kistel says uh, raw ditch chicken nuggets would be good. And then John Jones says that he's got a cookbook coming out at the end of the month. <laughs> so nice. Nice. Um, a couple other questions here. Lucas Myers says, what do you think is the most expensive headband ever sold? We've seen on uh, sale forums and eBay those Hermes, Hermesis uh, headbands going for two to three hundred dollars. I'm sure someone's head, paid more than that. Any headband that's over twenty five dollars is the world's most expensive headband. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, and Bobby Dow says, "Why don't Magfed players have tournament event organization?" Um. Because they're complaining pants, and they would never come to a consensus on a tournament format. I I played Magfed before. I I'm, I get yeah yeah. I don't know. I'm going to leave that one alone. I, I I think I think whether it's Magfed or whether it's Pump or whether it's you know Scenario Paintball, doing any sort of competition with you know points and stuff is difficult unless you're running a big game where it's mission driven stuff like that i don't and unless you put magfed on a speedball field and lord help us if we did that but uh you could you I not, don't know how you would how you would score that could you not 
could you not have like a, a structure or a town and one team defends the other team attacks and it's the same thing over again and it's the same objective and you know each team has you know a guy with a pistol or a girl with a pistol then it's sort of in a mechanical and a couple electros and so on and so forth and the you know the team with the most wins in the time limit I think yeah, you, you I think just rig, general rig, paintball, not rig. necessarily magfed, but general paintball is hard to wrap. But I think you could do it. I don't see why not. I think it would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we go any further, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to tell you about uh, something. We'll get back to the, uh, the questions in just a moment. Planet Eclipse. Did you know that every game, bunker, or gunfight has a story? And now it is time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you're laning uh, the snake or storming the beach, make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creators of those happy endings. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes gives you the cover, color, and contrast you need if you're taking pictures in the picture or want to be out of the picture. Pull a pin on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Inflate Up's designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured by Brent in America. Nothing can beat Arab's thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, and multiple color and print options. Don't let your game be deflated. Get Arab's today. Ruthless was going to be read by somebody. Rome was not built in a day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers sublimated team package. Everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your order. Was I supposed to read that one? I don't know. Somebody I think it was. was. You can read Exalt or I can All do right. it. Often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is consistently evolving to keep you out in front and in the game. Tournament ready, battle proven, available worldwide. Worldwide. DLX Technologies inspired by the best. DLX has created the new benchmark in high performance markers with the TM40. The evolution continues now, light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. Ride 519 from Boondocks to Boulevards. Whether you're sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 to save 10% off your new ride at ride519.com. I have one more read. I'm working on new reads anyway. Here's the Planet Eclipse one. It's not refined, but this is kind of, you know, after you sit for an hour or two and you you fiddle around. This is what my my first is. Planet Eclipse, makers of top-notch gear to get the job done. Get in the winning position with Planet Eclipse. When you see the move, make the move with Planet Eclipse. Not bad. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Not so bad. Um, you need to talk about the new Shaft 6.3 system. Shaft 6.3 system. <laughs> well, I could talk about that. Um, all right. Well, let's get back to some of the questions, ladies and gentlemen, and then um, we'll move on to tonight's topic. Uh, this one comes from Bearded Ninja Paintball. It says, would you agree that the most important piece of equipment that a new player should invest in is a... Do I need to finish the question? Mask. I would say a mask. He says, is it a good mask? Uh, and he says, and why do you agree or disagree? We all think, I'm going sp- well, to speak mine too. I, I think a, a mask is the first thing somebody should buy if they're even remotely interested in paintball. Yep. A, a mask, and, and listen up and listen closely, okay? Don't go by who has what. Don't go by what your friend has. Don't go by anything. Go to a store. Try them all on. Find one that fits you, fits you well, and is comfortable. Those are the key things you want in a mask. 
And then on top of that, I would say make sure you have a thermal lens, which is the double pane lens. Okay, find one that fits you and is comfortable for you. Don't worry about what other people say. Don't worry about that. If you're not comfortable, you can't see, and that mask is going to stay on your face. You're not going to have a good time, yeah. no matter what. Was it Hans and Franz that said, "Hear me now, believe me later"? Hear me now, believe me later. <laughs> I don't yes, know, but they were. I think so. They were here to bump you, you up. <laughs> yes, they sure were. Um. All right, here we go. How many? Uh, I say mask too. Phoenix, so while we're talking about, oh, sorry, what well, you did? You said mask. And that's fine. I'm <laughs> okay. Good. Well, it's say it if you want. Oh, no, is that I got nothing? Phoenix Gasparini. It is Phoenix. Yeah. I, okay, I have Phoenix to. Phoenix Project. I I thought about Phoenix the other day. I was driving Ooh. down the road because I saw wow. it. Wow. Big into the Element community, as I think it was stated previously, right? Okay. Yes. Big into the Honda Element. Yeah. I saw the most ridiculous Honda Element the other day. Someone had lifted it. And by lifted it, I mean like a good foot and a half off the ground and had undercar glow on it. Nice. It was disturbingly bad. Because <laughs> not only did they lift it, but they didn't lift it enough. And the wheel wells weren't big enough for the wheels that were on it. So it was rubbing uh, on the wheel wells. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Char- Jason Charlton just uh, signed it. He says, "I'm late. Did I miss the crowd? You did you not. Did, yeah. You did is not. There- I, I ate it all before <laughs> I came in. Josh ate it all. I I think Crouch is one of those things. It's like um, it's like a leprechaun. You're just never going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. In all seriousness, I I ate it all over the last two weeks. That's fine. Do you think? I was sick. It, it, do you think it, it will sick. exist again at some point? Oh, you can make it. It, 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 yeah, it takes existing. nine days to make. So well, it is existing more. in the studio right now because there's been some kraut farts been going on. I haven't said anything, yeah. but they're uh, kraut toots. <laughs> they're like they go off like a luger. And when I sweat, you can smell it too. Well, Jim smells like kraut. That's great. <laughs> That's nice. Um, it's happy for me. Sad for everybody else. So some of you guys are talking about this in the live chat already. But it's, uh, Phoenix' question was: uh, How many of you actually replace your lens after a direct hit? Um, <laughs> Seriously? Yep. Yeah. What's um, the definition of a direct hit? I think it's ten feet or less. If you read the, all the manuals, if you like read the JT Spectre or the lens, yeah, if you get shot ten feet, or or if it if it leaves a little uh, indentation or a divot, or like there's like a, a mark on that scratch, and then you yeah. need to replace it because it's the integrity of the Lexan has been it's compromised. Yeah. Its frangibility has gone up. We, we missed uh, Gavin Sharma on the live cho- show. As I say, he couldn't make it. But uh, he says uh, they eat store-bought jar kraut like suckers. Yep. <laughs> It'd be nice That's to right. have some fresh fresh kraut fresh up, I ran, up in here. I ran out of the proper salt, though. And that's the what tricky part because I can't salt? find it. No, you don't use kosher salt. I guess it would be anti-kosher salt, wouldn't Himalayan <laughs> salt? Himala- uh, you want... Um, Non-ionized, non-ionized salt. salt. Yeah, ionized or iodized? Ionized. Iodized. Yeah. Iodized. Like from like smart parts. Sure. Like the ion. (laughs) So, in answer to the question, do as we say, not as we do. But I don't. I replace my I replace my goggles more often than I replace my lenses. But we probably should. Like if I get goggled, it's a wipe down, and as long as it's not spider cracked, I really don't. Yeah. I generally replace mine at the beginning of the summer. Yeah. I have a, such a collection of goggles that it, they don't last long enough. Like, you, you just kind of find another goggle and throw it into your repertoire, and they don't I get do. enough play that they... I have so many masks. I know. It's a problem. It's a problem. And there might be some new ones coming out. Josh, hang tight for mm-hmm. that. 
Maybe we'll see something over the next week. Who knows? Different color. Fingers same crossed. Race, same thing. Fingers I, crossed. I, I'll be shocked, happy, and impressed if one of them is for scenario Angel eyes. Wait until you know what we're gonna see. We're gonna see. We'll get to a paintball extravaganza, and someone's gonna say, "Hey guys, come here!" And they're gonna take us into a room, and they're gonna have this. You'll be able to see a mannequin up to their neck with all kinds of gear on, boots and stuff, and the Milo system and MagFed and Picatinny rails and all this other stuff. They're going to pull off the cover that's over their head, and there's going to be a mask with integrated fitting with an, a bump helmet. Bullshit. That's what we're going to see. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm holding no, my no. breath. This is what it'll be. It'll be the same thing. They'll take Joe and Todd in the back with bated breath and be like, hey, man, do you want some refreshment while you're here? <laughs> this is very exciting. You might want to sit down. There's two chairs over there for you guys. And they can walk up to the mannequin. And they're going to take that bag that suspiciously smells like donuts off the mannequin's head. And they're going to go, look, <laughs> it's green. And Buy it, has, it now. And it has a red strap. <gasps> um, oh, where did it just go here? Jason Mullen says uh, angel eyes with heads up display. Yeah, I'll hold. As I say, I'm, 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 I'm holding my breath. No, thanks to both. I, I'm not. I'm not poo-pooing on the industry right now. We just came out of a global pandemic and a lot of people have lost huh? their ability to have research and, mm-hmm. and, and development and stuff. I'm not looking I'm not thinking we're gonna go to paintball extravaganza and see anything fantastic. I'm hoping I get proven wrong. Remember, Joe, years ago you'd go to paintball extravaganza and there'd be all kinds of stuff. We'd oh, be yeah. chattering and we'd be like, as soon as we get off the flight, we're gonna race to the event to make sure we see this for the you know, one of the first people to see these things. Yeah. I remember now, rolling I, into extravaganza, not even gone to our room yet. Still yeah. had her luggage with yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's I'm not digging at the manufacturers because I'm not. I, I just I'm I'm disappointed. Uh, just with the, with the way the, the world is right now. But there was a time, and there will be a time, where we'll go back to these events like Extravaganza, and there'll be great new stuff. And World Cup used to be another showcase for those things as well. And I just wish they'd be more real with it. We got nothing? You know, like, like they, something, we've got something new. It's innovative. It's going to change the industry. Look, it's the same thing we did last year, but it's gray. Yeah. Like, no. But you know what? In all you fairness, use the too, wrong words to describe that. If you had come out and said, like, listen, hey, listen, this is going to be really cool. Uh, we, we took the party we got last year. We got some highlights to it. It looks so much better. It looks phenomenal. And we got it in three different colorways. Here's the new colors. Thank you. That's what that's what precedes those words. But no, it's like it's innovative. Gray is not innovative. But I'll never has been. But it I'll never put it will back be. to you in this way. And, I, and I'm just playing devil's advocate. There's it's sales. Hey Josh, I know that. what would you come up with that could be new? Like, you know what I mean? Like, as an industry, you know, manufacturer, what the heck could you possibly do right now that would be new and exciting? Like, I will give uh, Gino at Valken credit. That electric gun could change paintball, and I'm excited to see where that goes. That's new. But aside and that's from innovative. that, and I and I should have prefaced that before. But what else could you do? Like, yes, you could shave some ounces off guns. Yes, you could change the styling. Uh, you know, but I would be impressed if someone did something like, you know, do an Empire Defender again, but have a have a marker with an integrated loader system in it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, or something that is innovative and i and i can't think of anything right now so i'm not giving you a hard time to come up with one i just i i don't know kind of asking rhetorically um hydraulic powered marker says jason that's a good idea um gavin wants us to take uh videos from the shower booth (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah jason mullen says what about the new evil omen 
Yeah. The the re-omening? The re-omening. Dan and Hardy says the Tipman Raider. Yep, that had the built-in. And it's too bad they couldn't... You know, like, paintball was doing really well, and then it kind of hit that recession and and pandemic, and kind of everything went by the wayside. You know what I mean? But... uh, Whatever things things will turn, things will change, but again, like I don't know. I still I still think for the airsoft and the scenario and the recreational market, if you came out with a mask with, that would work with a bump helmet, you could sell them all day long. That would be innovative. That w- that would be game changing. Like I've said this before. Like you have systems like football helmets, hockey helmets, heck, even baseball now has like full cages. Find something you can strap on to a rental player that's got a chin strap and a it's got a face visor that folds a face visor that folds down. Like we all wear masks like this. These are essentially goggles, right? Yeah. Why not have an entire full face mask? Yeah. Like full like Lexan glad like the whole thing from top to bottom that goes down to the bottom of your chin. Why not? Yeah. Why don't we have that? And, and here's why hasn't anybody done it? And here's a, a spitball question or point as well. What about a marker system that you buy sort of a la carte like you used to back in the old days? So you buy the body. Here's the body. And then Pick you your design grips. your grip. Pick you decide. Your ASA. Your Yeah. Yeah. How far back your ASA goes. What kind of foregrip you're going to want to have. Like, I don't. I, I, I'm just, again, throwing something out and maybe it's not even possible. But that would be that would be exciting as well. Do you, um, do you know the it? one thing that I thought might be helpful? Mm-hmm. As I, and I don't remember who did it, and I wish it did, but you used to be able to buy ASAs that would sit on your marker that would drop it down 10 degrees, 15 degrees, or 20 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. That might even be a custom product. So. What happened to those? Keith Kissel like, wants to know who the musical guest is tonight. Um, we may or may not have Jay-Z if there's time, but right now, i got to be honest, we're running really low on time. So we may too not many brownies to Brooke, sleeping Brooke in the corner. Watching. Hello, Brooke. Thanks for tuning in tonight to Beautiful Behind the Bunker on Monday Garbage Night. Jason Mullen she, says, a girl, build right? your yeah. own gun. <laughs> yeah. Nice to see Brooke in the live chat. Nice to see Lisa Weaver as well. Dan Hardy says, bring back the 98 STO Cocker 25th anniversary. Keith Kissel says GPS and Bluetooth. Wouldn't that be great if you could have... That Milo system we talked about, the walkie-talkie mesh network, that would be neat to have integrated in a goggle system. Yes. Right? (laughs) Turn left in the next building. You have arrived at the firefight. <laughs> yes. But no, wouldn't that be great? And then um, you could integrate your your mask with GPS with a heads-up display. And you could send a pin to your teammates to say, this is where I am. Um, you could have a new emoji, new set of emojis, like a peppering emoji, like a He's salt peppery. pepper shaker. He's peppering. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Again, it's easy to come up with the idea, and it's impossible to come up with the actual tangible product. So I know we're, we're, we're on the Plus, wrong side. Plus, GPS of this. is only North America. GPS is only North America. Yeah. What do they use? They call it something else in the UK. Okay. They call it SatNav. Yes, but it's that's a, it's, true. It's something else. It's should like, known that from watching. Peppa I think Pig. it's called Starlight, or something like that. Like GPS is not a global. We call it global positioning satellite, but that's an American term for hmm. lack of a better term. We're, we're not going to get to prices right tonight, unfortunately, but I do want to... Sh- we were talking about barrels before. Yeah. Do you guys recognize this one? I have two of those, and I love them. 
What is it? Simon makes fun of me for using it all the time. <laughs> They're the two piece. It's one long giant piece of carbon fiber glued into like a metal back. Yes. Um, I don't remember much about them other than we sold them. Oh, the nightstick. Yeah. The invert nightstick. Yeah. I uh, almost cut the tip of my finger off with one of those. Because the, the glue fiber. had the glue had come out. Yeah, yeah. So the barrel detached from the aluminum base. The what, al- sorry? aluminum base. The aluminum. And I looked and I was like, oh, there's a burr on there. So I stuck my finger in it. <laughs> just, I rubbed my finger down the side of it and I cut from about the middle of my finger straight down to the tip on the edge of the, yeah. Yeah. Hey, so Joshua. There's DNA in that barrel. <laughs> Joshua Estrada says, how about um, a glove and arm pad all in one? I like that. Carlos Custom's says, uh, what about a live video play that people can actually follow? Like Live Barn. Uh, just to clarify, because I heard it wrong, and I know that he didn't mean it to say it, but it's live barn, he said, not live porn. Yes. Okay. For the B. You said it so fast, I swore that's what you said. B- B-A-R-N. Yeah. It was actually a thing designed for uh, watching birthing of cattle. Wow. One man's birthing videos is another man's. Milk production. <laughs> porn, I guess. Whatever. You lose two calves a year. That's $4,000. Lisa Weber, why does she say just the tip? Yep, badly timed there. Yeah, I did cut my finger on just the tip. Yeah, but it was the back of the tip. If that makes any sense. Mm. The palm, or the base. Maybe it's the base, not the tip. I don't know. Well, here's what we're, I think we're going to do. We're at the end. We have lots more questions, but we're going to save some for Garvin Sharma when he comes back. Do we have um, to. Maybe. Oh. Maybe. And um, we are going to go. Joe and I are leaving tomorrow morning at the crack of dumb to go to Orlando for Paintball Extravaganza. So next week we'll have on the show some some um, tidbits some tidbits for you guys to check out and watch and um, tune into the behind the bunker and the flag raiders instagram and facebook for yep. um any new products new colorways um things like that we'll be we'll be posting starting tomorrow afternoon so um check up behind the bunker and flag raiders for um up up-to-date info and don't uh, forget we're going to be posting pictures of our lunch yes yeah, so i was gonna say because gavin and i weren't invited we want to see everything you guys ate <laughs> We'll 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 have to we'll do a feature feature right on that. Um, so normally we broadcast a little extra time on fa- on YouTube, but unfortunately we uh, with Matt not being here tonight, I couldn't do YouTube. So we're just on Facebook. So maybe what we'll do is we'll just keep broadcasting and do our after show on that. We don't have a lot of time for the after show, but we can might as well keep going. John yeah. Jones says, "Enjoy the free shuttle bus." Apparently, it's a non- no free shuttle bus. Apparently, it's not a free shuttle bus. But we're 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 flying into um, Orlando Sanford Airport on on the um, twin engine Piper that we're we're flying in on. So we're flying not into Orlando yeah. Orlando proper airport. How long is the flight one. down then? We we will offer free shuttle if you happen to get there when we pick up our rental car and you have snacks, we'll we'll happily drive you, but I don't know when our flight is. So it's a, it's a free shuttle if you get in touch with Todd, but it's a minimum $80 tip. Yeah. Um, Which in no way is the same way as paying for a shuttle. I can tell you if you just give me a moment here, Todd. When yeah. is, it like, is it like a three and a half Keith, hour flight for Keith? Flight? You're not far off. Uh, we flew. We're flying tomorrow. The cheapest airway that we air, airplane that we can find. It's it's called uh, Bearskin Air. No, it's oh. Flare Air, which might as well be Foreskin. But Keith bear, says, bear, uh, what about a 1963 Bear Cub? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Dan Hardy says flying in on the old Albatross. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I think we're going to be bringing the spruce goose out for this one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm That's just ex- a model. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty excited. It'll be nice to see some paintball people tomorrow and over the next couple of days. Uh, we're going to try to put together a couple of videos for you guys to watch and, and, and showcase that. So, yeah, it should be good. We leave at 720 and arrive at 1010. Hopefully it's the same day. So it's like a two hour and almost three hour flight. Almost three hour yeah. flight, two hour and fifty minute flight. Yeah. That's not bad. No. But the nice thing about that is I have no children accompanying me. I have no one to watch out for. Joe's a me? big boy and he Hello. can take care of himself. He's not gonna be asking me for snacks and crayons and and, <laughs> and uh Are we there yet? for his iPad <laughs> to be charged and yeah. My wife and I were talking about the other day. It is such a difference when you're traveling with grown humans versus little people. That's true. Yeah. Yes. So I'm in a way I'm kind of looking forward to it. I know at no point Joe's going to reach over and say, do you, do you, do you have some snacks for me, dad? No. Do you have, do you have? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or how so much just longer? Make sure you do it during the flight at least once. Yeah. I will. Does My, that have a bathroom on it? Yeah. Or is it out the window? Well, no, sometimes you get the twin props are not. So mocking flare aside, I was talking to someone who flies it all the time. He says some of their planes are actually newer than a lot of other air carriers. And he says they're not bad. He said one of the highlights was he had a USB (laughs) place to charge on his uh, last seat. So I I don't know. I'm getting mixed signals here. So we'll let you know. And we're also flying out of a regional airport tomorrow so it's, it's going to be pretty suspect it's an well, international airport it's it's right around the court it's 10 minutes from our house we can leave be at the airport in like 10 minutes and parking's minimal oh and, and you're through security and customs so yes. much faster too the last time we flew into that airport um we got off the plane they put us in a room when the last person came in and they they would close the door then they opened up the door on the other side and the person walked around on a stool and you had to walk by them and flash them your your paperwork and they just whisked you right through. So Gavin says, I'm hoping that someone kicked your seat for the full flight. <laughs> well, you know what, Gavin? We did invite you and you chose not to, to join us. Yeah. I don't know how much we're going to feel it because the seats, the seats are just aluminum. There's, I don't know that they have much cushion on there. Yeah, they're like the seats that you would go, go to a cookout or a barbecue, those aluminum folding chairs. <laughs> they're, they're held in with bungee cords. Oh, boy. Um, Keith Kissel said, did they rebuild the airplane that Leonard Skinner crashed? And that's nice. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like that comment. I, just, I felt that that was, you know, I just don't know if I can like that. I did read it and I smiled to myself, kind of, but then... Then Keith says it's so cheap you can smoke cigarettes in it. Yeah. No, the plane that we have, we chartered it. It's the same one that uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan was riding in. Well, that's nice. <laughs> who, who's who, name? Name some other famous ones. Wasn't there like um, Randy Buddy Rhodes. Holly? Yep, yeah, Buddy Holly. Um, yeah. The Red Baron. The Red Baron. <laughs> Amelia a, Earhart. Amelia Earhart. Yeah, she's a good one. The people in the Bermuda Triangle. John Locke. If anybody watches Lost, um, yeah, it I, heard, is I heard DB Cooper had something to do with the plane at one point too. <laughs> yeah, apparently you can leave at any time, so the flight doesn't have to be three hours if you don't want it to be. Yeah, his song was "I'm Leaving a Jet Plane." Lisa Weaver, thank you. Valance. That's who I was thinking, Richie Valance. Leaving on a jet plane. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dan and Hardy says Alaya. I think we're going to take a helicopter instead because a lot of my basketball friends tell me helicopter oh, travels Jesus. better. Too soon, more or less. <laughs> I couldn't think of the, the player. <laughs> That's what, fine. I know who you're Kobe? talking about. Is it Kobe? No. Kobe Bryant? 
Is it? I don't. I don't. It was one of them, and I apologize. I don't know basketball very well. Um, Keith Kissel says, "What about instead of taking helicopters or airplanes? Why don't we travel like John Kennedy did?" On a, <laughs> on a Cadillac in a convertible. That's yeah. nice. Pass wow, you guys! I thought our humor was dark, but you guys passed uh, the library. You guys are taking a little bit too hard, or a little bit too far. As long as you're not traveling with a rugby team over the Andes, you're okay, right? Yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I heard the in-flight snack wasn't very good. Jeez. No, I think uh, Joe and I are. We we can't really afford a lot, so I think we're going to take a weather balloon. Now it's not a locally made one. <laughs> you need to make sure you tell we'll everybody we'll forty thousand feet. <laughs> Yeah. What I think does a sidewinder sound like again? <laughs> I think it's an Asian carrier that's taken us. <laughs> oh, the weather balloon, uh, co- the weather balloon company. <laughs> Elliot Darno says it was Kobe. Is it Kobe? Yeah. Right. Yeah. If we take that flight over the Andes, we won't starve, says Keith Kissel. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. Was uh, it, what's the show or movie called that was about... Um, girl soccer team that crashed it's on netflix bumblebees or that oh no i oh the girls on the island it's called yeah oh yeah 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 keith no we're not taking the greyhound we're uh we're not rich enough for that thank you putin's been flying around in a train not flying (laughs) traveling around in a train All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have to get packing and get ready for tomorrow's paintball extravaganza. Thank you guys for watching us uh, tonight. And uh, if you guys are founding us on Amazon Music and uh, and found us that way, thank you guys for checking us out again. And uh, by hitting that subscribe button wherever you guys are listening to us, whether it's uh, through Amazon, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, any of, the, Spotify, any of those great places, um, yeah, hit subscribe, and we'll come to your phone every Monday night at midnight, and uh, you'll be able to catch us on the run. Um, yeah, that's a good point. If we're on a plane and we see Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Willis, and Nicolas Cage get on uh, <laughs> any of the those. next one. Yeah, what about Steve Buscemi even? Yeah, don't Steve get on there. On air. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys for watching. Thank you, Josh, for being on the program tonight. No, it's good to be back. Thank you. And Joe Kimson. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week and watch for our pictures. Pew, pew.